This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Welcome in, everybody. It's the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. It's the Black and Blue Report, and we are coming to you from two different cities today. Good morning from San Francisco. I'm Sean Kelly. Daniel Salerson is alongside. He is in Studio B at the headquarters of the Saints and Pelicans as we begin a new week here on this uh, Monday. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that uh, those on the North Shore are uh, faring better than what we've seen over the last couple of days. Historic flooding over there. We've been thinking about you, uh, obviously, throughout, and uh, hopefully sunny skies and um, and uh, cleanup is underway across the lake as, um, you know, gosh, all the stuff that we talk about in sports sometimes pales in comparison to uh, the daily challenges, as we've seen historically, uh, more so than most people's daily challenges across the way. So with that being said, we'll launch into a new week and hopefully provide some entertainment. We've got two great guests today. Daniel, we've got you and uh, uh, Drew Brees visit, uh, and we've got Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors. I'd say that's a pretty good start to our Monday, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a very good start. Drew Brees celebrating the 10th anniversary of when he signed with the team back in 2006. Doesn't seem like 10 years ago. Uh, But yeah, Drew comes on to kind of reflect a little bit, and it was a good conversation. No doubt. And the Pelicans continue their road trip here out west. It has not gone so well thus far, uh, but they will be a part of a, a more national scene tonight because they're taking on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, gosh, Daniel, the last time we were here, the Warriors were raising their banner and getting their championship rings uh, from last season, and all they've done is just make it more spectacular here with this run. And, um, you know, uh, let, let's put it this way. Uh, the Pelicans, as bad as this road trip has gone so far, sure can make themselves a nice highlight by perhaps being the first team to beat them at home. Now, that would be uh, awfully spectacular, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would, and also – if you look at the Warriors and their six losses, I believe five of those or four or five of those have come against teams in the bottom part of the standings. So it's not, you know, way out there saying that, you know, this could be a night that the Warriors kind of slip a little bit. Yeah, and they are without Festus Zazili tonight and Andre Iguodala. We already know that the Pelicans are missing about half of their roster. Mm-hmm. But we'll be on the air at 930 tonight. And so uh, with your warm-up starting at 9, uh, so stay up late tonight with the Pelicans, and Tim Roy will stop by here shortly to uh, tell us about the um, the ride so far this season with the Golden State Warriors and what's still to come. Uh, yesterday, of, of course, was Selection Sunday in the NCAA. Daniel, you like to fill out a bracket or two, don't you? I do. It never never goes well. But, yes, for right now, my bracket is still perfect. I did enjoy, um, while we've been on the road watching the conference tournament championship week, uh, which I thought was one of the better ones we've seen in some time. Yeah. Uh, and as the bracket, Daniel, was unveiled yesterday, you know, every year I think I have a pretty good idea, but then I thought to myself, don't kid yourself. Um, you're so tied up in the NBA that you really know what Providence truly looks like. Um, and that's a team that could pull a first-round, you know, upset type deal. So, Daniel, I'll leave the brackets to you because I think I'm just going to enjoy the games this year. Here's the thing when I let's come to brackets. I, I've paid attention in the past years to college basketball throughout the whole season, and then I get to the bracket, and then just I'm terrible. My All my picks are gone. But I feel like this year I didn't pay as much attention just engulfed to the basketball team. I feel like I'm just going to go in with whatever, and I feel like that might give me a better shot, just not even thinking, just going with some upsets and doing whatever. Because, I mean, anyone that 
doesn't watch it can still end up winning because there's just so many upsets. There's it's so hard to predict that. You know, Sean, if you filled out a bracket, you'd probably do better than half these people, even by not watching. Well, I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> I, I do want to tip the cap to the Southern University Jaguars, by the way. Yeah. They will be the lone Louisiana representative in uh, this year's NCAA tournament. So, go Jags. Yeah. Uh, so, we've got a great show for you today, and um, we'll line it up as this. Uh, Daniel will visit with Drew Brees here in just a moment from Studio B, talking about that 10-year anniversary in the offseason that is uh, now fully underway, obviously. We'll hear from Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, and then before we end things here on this Monday, Bree from the Pelicans dance team will also stop by. We should get you your Pelicans planner preview on this Monday, too. Stay with us. The magic of voodoo barbecue. It's people, passion, and pure enjoyment. Seasoned with Louisiana's best. It's a celebration every day. A fusion of Creole, Cajun, and Caribbean. It's the soul, the sound, the taste of barbecue New Orleans style. Voodoo Barbecue. Pass by your neighborhood Voodoo Barbecue today. Join us at the Smoothie King Center Sunday, March 20th at 5 p.m. when your New Orleans Pelicans tip off against Chris Paul and the Los Angeles Clippers. The first 3,000 kids in attendance will receive a Mardi Gras jersey courtesy of Rouse's and Oro Wheat. It's the third item in our Year of the Uniform series. Limited tickets are still available, so don't miss out on any of the fun. And call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. Josh Groban on stage Friday, July 15th at Bold Sphere Music at Champion Square, featuring songs from his new album Stages as well as his classic hits with very special guest Sarah McLaughlin. Get access to preferred tickets with your city card. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or by phone at 1-800-745-3000. What's up, Black and Gold fans? This is Anthony Mackie, Seven Wall Soldier, Drew Brees' disciple. You are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. A very special day here. It is Monday, March 14th, but it's also the 10th anniversary of when Drew Brees signed with the New Orleans Saints, and we are lucky to have Drew here on the Black and Blue podcast today. Drew, thanks for coming on. Happy anniversary, I should say. <laughs> yeah, ten, 10 years. Wow, it's, it's crazy that uh, that that amount of time has gone by. It feels like yesterday. No doubt about that. Drew, uh, before we get into anything else, I want to talk about the free agent process for you 10 years ago. Take us through that. What was that process like for you and your family? Well, um, it was different because uh, it was the first time we'd ever gone through anything like that. And uh, it was unique, too, because I was coming off of my shoulder injury. So I was in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, about two months into rehabilitation for my, my dislocated right shoulder. So so much of my focus uh, during those, that, those two months had been just on the day-to-day with trying to get range of motion back in my shoulder and some strength and just you know, every day hoping that I would see progress and, and get the shoulder to where I wanted it to be. And, and yet still, it was an eight-month process. So I was so early in the rehab that it's not like I could I could do anything that was really going to impress, um, you know, any teams that were, were coming after me in free agency. You know, I, 
I remember putting together a video of, of just, you know, me doing some exercises that, you know, showed that I was ahead of schedule and yet, you know, was probably really unimpressive, you know, when I look back on it. But I was just searching for anything that would try to impress the Saints or anybody else who was who was coming after me in free agency. But um, obviously, um, you know, at the end of the day, it was down to New Orleans and Miami during that process. Was, was that a big concern with you, knowing that you really couldn't throw or show how good your arm eventually would be? Was that a big concern to you when going through that free agent process? Yeah, bottom line, I knew this. The team that was coming out, the teams, you know, at, at the end of the day, it was just two teams that came after me had to have extreme faith in my ability to come back to that injury because there was nothing I could have shown them at that moment that, that would have proven that I was going to come back the same or better or anything. Um, I mean, I could barely bring my elbow up above my shoulder. So um, it took some great vision and some great confidence and some great faith. And that's what Sean Payton had when I remember the first time he called me. I was actually on my way back from rehab, back to my in-laws' house, because they just happened to live in Birmingham. and They were shuttling me back and forth between rehab every day. Um, I remember Coach Payton called me and said, Hey, we uh, we like you. We want to bring you in on a visit, and we feel like you could be our quarterback. And man, that uh, you know, that was that was, I guess, a little bit of validation for you know uh, everything I had kind of had to overcome up to that point. Um, just knowing that okay, there is somebody out there that that wants me that that feels like I could come back. Now, if I remember correctly, I heard a Sean Payne story about how when he was recruiting you uh, during free agency, when he was driving you around, he got lost in the city of New Orleans when you were in the car with him, and he felt at that time that he actually lost you as a free agent, thinking that you wouldn't want to come here. Do you remember the time, uh, that time when Payton oh, yeah. get, getting lost in I the remember. car? What was that like? Well, I remember it vividly because I, I think I think the whole the whole objective for the Saints coaching staff was that when my wife and I came to town, they wanted to show us um, that despite the, the devastation in New Orleans, that there were still great places to live mm-hmm. and to raise a family and for kids to go to school and all that stuff. So I remember we drove to the North Shore and, and looked around, and then we came over to the South Shore, and we were you know kind of like uptown, but then we kind of made our way you know to the highway, and then really the intent was to go back to the facility, but um, Coach Payton took a wrong turn, mm-hmm. and we ended up in Lakeview right off of where, you know, the 17th Street Canal mm-hmm. um, uh, or levee had, had broken and, you know, all that water had come rushing in and, and, and literally wiped houses off of the foundation. I mean, we saw, we saw some serious devastation as we were driving around and um, Britton and I are looking at each other. Coach Payton's looking at us just going, well, I might as well just drive him straight to Miami <laughs> at this point because they're not, coming, they're not coming here after seeing all of this. But, you know, it was actually quite the contrary. Um, I think that's when my wife and I really realized that you know this this journey to New Orleans was so much more than than just about football and rebuilding um, uh, or the comeback of an organization or a football team. It's really about the resurgence, resurrection of the city and a community. And um, you know we had a chance to be a part of that. That's when we really felt the calling. Like you know what, this is not going to be easy, but uh, you know nothing nothing that's worthwhile in life is. You know. This, this is a great opportunity to be a part of something very special here. And you mentioned uh, your wife and you touring around the city of New Orleans. You've also, all your kids have been born here. I know it'll be tough to put this in words, but what has the city of New Orleans meant to you and your family? Oh, it's, um, 
pretty incredible. Uh, you know, we were told very early on when, when we came to New Orleans that if you love New Orleans, it'll love you back. And there is, there is no question that has been true. And I think we felt embraced from the moment we stepped foot in New Orleans, having not even signed there yet. I mean, I remember, I remember during our recruiting trip too, um, we ate at Emeralds, kind of went back to the chef's table at Emeralds there on Chapatulis. And, you know, we're with Mickey and, and his wife and, and Sean and his wife and, we're uh, we're kind of a couple of the coaches and their wives, and remember on my way in, on my way out. I mean, it, it literally every st- step I took, there was somebody stopping me, um, a, a member of the New Orleans community, saying, "Not hey, come be part of the Saints. You know, love the way you play football, anything like that." It was, man, thanks for considering you know being a part of our city. You know, we love we love this city so much, and you'll love it too, and. You'll love playing here, but you'll love being a part of this community, and 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 that was that was the part that separated New Orleans from any other place I think we had ever been or visited was just that that feeling that you know these people who live here really love this place, and there is something special and unique about it that's different than any other. Well, it's a great story, great way to uh, put things in perspective. There, Drew, We're talking with Drew Brees here, quarterback, of course, of the New Orleans Saints, Drew. Uh, another person that's a big part of the New Orleans community is Peyton Manning, who announced his retirement on Monday, last Monday, I should say. What were your What are your thoughts on one Peyton Manning just as a football player, and just your thoughts on his his wonderful career in the NFL? Well, he uh, eighteen years, and I mean, he was a guy who really set the bar for the rest of us. You know, I I just finished my fifteenth year, so Peyton was three years ahead of me, and. Um, you know, when he was drafted to Indianapolis, I was just right down the road at Purdue. And so, um, you know, I remember them coming and playing a, a preseason game at our stadium. You know, I remember going and seeing actually my first NFL game that I ever saw in person was in the RCA Dome to watch Peyton Manning play on Monday Night Football against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so, you know, I've always been a Peyton fan and always felt like he was the guy that was exemplifying how to play the quarterback position in the NFL and how to conduct yourself as a pro and, you know, all those things. And so, um, you know, going back to my college days, you know, I've always felt that way about Peyton and he, he consistently, um, provided that standard, I think for all of us and, uh, had an amazing career. I mean, an unbelievable career in two different locations where, I mean, I know we all thought he would never leave Indianapolis. Right. Right. But, um, you know, things happen and, he goes on to Denver and has four you know, pretty incredible years there. And, you know, this final season kind of filled with a different type of adversity, you know, that he's had to face before with an injury that's caused him to, you know, miss, miss, uh, miss games in a season where, you know, didn't feel like that was going to be, you know, part of the plan. And then all of a sudden he's back for that playoff run and the team comes together. I think kind of feels the energy that he, he brought back. Um, and man, it was, it was a pretty magical run and, it was fun to watch. All right, Drew, before I let you go, um, how's the offseason been treating you? Have you been able to have some time to relax and kind of spend some time with your family? Yeah, I have. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, it's it's about recharging your battery and yeah. getting that time with the family and just uh, you know, enjoying those things that uh, obviously during the season you're so wrapped up in, you know, the week-to-week preparation and everything. That, you know, this is the time to be able to enjoy time with family, taking the kids to school, picking them up, you know, coach, coaching a little flag football, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, also, you know, get the body healthy. 
you know, had that uh, the plantar fascia injury at the end of the season um, that uh, had to heal up uh, as well as a few other things, and that's kind of the way it is for every guy. Every guy's got something they're battling that, you know, now you have time to rest it, and you make sure that you get that all healed up before you start training again, and now we all have our sights set on, you know, April the 18th when, you know, we all report back and get, uh, get the 2016 season started. All right, that's Drew Brees, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints on his 10th anniversary of signing with the team. Drew, I appreciate the time. Happy anniversary and enjoy the rest of the offseason. All right, thank you. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. How much do you want to lose this year? 5, 10, 15 pounds? It's time to set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with one of 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce serving, and see how much you can lose. With flavors like pineapple mango, almond mocha, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goals. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Weight loss is based on a low-calorie diet and exercise program. Consult your physician before beginning any diet program. Summer is coming and Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating is ready to serve you. Keeps offers a 25-point precision AC tune-up for only $119. Get your AC ready for the real heat that's coming. And as always, call Keeps and we'll get you cool in three hours or less, guaranteed. Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating. For fast relief, call Keeps. If you haven't experienced our new and improved Sideline Premier Seats, then you'll want to check them out. Offering the closeness to the action, but full vantage point of the court, it's a great opportunity to entertain clients, associates, and friends. Sideline Premier Seat ticket packages include parking, food and beverage credit, access to private clubs, and more. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to learn more about these premium seating options today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We continue here now with a segment from uh, the Bay Area. And the team is staying in San Francisco. Tonight in Oakland, they'll take on the Golden State Warriors. This is where the season started for the Pelicans and where it also started for the Warriors. And what a, what a run it's been already. And uh, there's still more to come. And the voice of the Golden State Warriors has been kind enough to join us. That's Tim Roy. Tim, long time no talk to um, I've been watching you guys, obviously, as the rest of the, the nation and the basketball world has. It's quite a, it's quite amazing what's been going on with your team. You know, it, it really is, Sean, and, and you have to kind of uh, train yourself to, as silly as it's going to sound, you have to train yourself to really enjoy it because you get wrapped up in the work. But uh, what they're doing right now is historical, and it's, you know, only uh, a couple of teams have done this. And... Uh, and I think there's a lot of people, and we've heard from some of the veteran uh, old-timers who, who refuse to believe that they're this good, that they're only this good because of the, you know, because of the rules and because of, you know, whatever. But, but they are right now as, as good a roster to play the way the game is played right now that you can find. It's, 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 uh, it's incredible. It really is. It, 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 it's amazing to me. How they came back and took took the doubts that people had had about them winning a title, and just fueled them to this season, and that has just lit their fire. And you know they're they're better 
than what they were a year ago. That championship has brought them a confidence that uh, that cannot be denied. Tim, the one thing that strikes me when I watch them play is how easy they make it look, almost as if it's a video game. And I think that a lot of folks may have lost some appreciation for how hard it is to pass all the tests during an NBA season. What don't you think has been talked about with this team that they've had to overcome themselves in making it look so easy? I think people just glossed over the fact that, that Steve Kerr was not on the bench you know, for the first chunk of the season and that they were able to you know, get off to an NBA record start at 24-0 and with a, with a guy with no head coaching experience, you know, basically uh, running them. I thought that was unbelievable. And I didn't think that story got near enough uh, a play because of the fact that, you know, they just kind of banded together and, and Luke said, okay, here's the deal. Uh, he didn't change a lot. He, he kept their routines the same, which I thought was crucial. And he, you know, tweaked a couple of things, a couple of plays that he wanted to, to get in there and to, to, to run a little bit differently. And other than that, it was, it was the, he ran the ship the same. And his personality uh, enabled this team to excel. And it was, it was truly remarkable. I don't think, you know, I, I don't think there's another team in the league that would have been able to, to, to do that or even to, to come close to that with, uh, with, with that kind of a switch. It was, it was amazing. Steph Curry has lit the world on fire basketball-wise, um, and he seems like the perfect guy to handle it too. Why is that? Because he has he had a great, stable uh, environment growing up, and because he had two parents that uh, you know made sure that that the the right things were there first. You know the values, the the study habits, uh, the respect that he gives others. And so that allows Steph to not, you know, buy into the hype. You know, I mean, his, he, you know, even as early as this year, he and his mom still had a deal where, you know, Steph turns the ball over a lot. He has to pay his mom like a little, little kitty fine, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, little things like that, I think show just, you know, that, that the, uh, the, the, that Steph has his head on straight. He's just a remarkable guy. And, and, um, He's he's truly the boy next door, and it's interesting too. I, and actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll give you a little uh, insight to, to the kind of kid he is. And I call him a kid because I'm an old guy. But um, when he does a post game interview with us, and he does them all the time, and and you know a lot of guys, most valuable players, they get you know pulled in a lot of directions. We were in Oklahoma City. He hits that incredible shot at at, at, at half court to, to win the game in overtime. Okay, he does ESPN or whoever was ABC TV. He does ESPN radio and then comes over and talks to me. Okay, and, and a third interview in a row gives me the full interview. And at the end of each interview he does with me, he reminds people to follow me on Twitter and, and gives them my Twitter handle, it, which is Warriors Box. And and just just little things like that, you know, shows you the kind of of kid he is. But, but and again, I think part of the part of why I think the Warriors don't get the type of uh, total respect that I think they should get right now is the fact that he looks the way he looks. You know, he he's not imposing. And when LeBron walks in the room, you know, why are you whoa? Look at that. You know, we've never seen a guy like that. Six eight. You know, they listen as two. You know, fifty whatever he is. He's he's a lot. I think he's heavier than that, but he's graceful and agile and 
he can get to the rim, he can handle, he can pass. You know, he, and Steph comes over and he looks like the kid next door is coming over to to help you, you know, move something out of your garage. I mean, it's just it's just I think that persona. I think that I think people just can't believe that he's that good, and this team is that good. Is that why Tim, this team has been able to move along like they have despite the overwhelming distraction that's become just even their daily movement? Yeah, that and and and. Um, uh, the you know the fact that uh, if, if they look in their rearview mirror, there's a black and silver thing that's been following them the whole year. You know uh, what people are losing sight of with get as they head toward this incredible record is they may have to win 70 just to to win the conference. You know, never mind going after a record. They they probably have to win 70 just to have home court advantage because you know the Spurs have been right there all year long. You know they're having an historic season. I mean they're they're going to win. You know, close to 70 games, if not 70 games. I mean, it's. Um, I think that and, and you know the, the 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 Curry's you know demeanor, the fact that they're uh, that they, as a group they really get along and they really play for each other. Um, you know, they're, they're, you'll see a team on a run sometimes, and then all of a sudden one guy will you know look for his own shot. And maybe he does it twice in a row, and the run ends. Uh, that doesn't happen on on Golden State. The only guys who hunt shots maybe on the Warriors are, are Thompson, Curry, and you want them to hunt shots. So, it, you know, I, I think the fact that they're so unselfish, they move the ball, and and you know, combine that with Curry's persona, I think it's a, it's a great recipe for chemistry, and they have that in abundance. Tim Roy, voice of the Warriors, here with us on Black and Blue Report. Tim, obviously the main storyline in, in New Orleans this season has been health, and, and this has been an ongoing thing now for a couple of seasons. Whereas Golden State's rolling through this relatively unscathed, obviously Andre Iguodala's banged up right now, but is there something that's been done with this team? Uh, you know, Phoenix used to talk about it a little bit uh, during their, I guess, their prime. Uh how have they stayed so healthy through last season and now this? I think there's two things going on. One is they pay, they really pay attention to the players and and their bodies, and and so you know they monitor guys and practice electronically, and and uh, and so uh, they have a pretty good idea of how hard to push the guys in a practice, how hard to push them in a game, uh, and then the other part about it is they're really good at managing minutes. Very rarely will you see a game where the Warriors have a lot of guys with around 40 minutes a night. You know, most of you know Curry's averaging mid 30s. Uh, same for I think Clay and and Draymond, and so they do a really good job of that. And you know, they keep guys like veterans like Sean Livingston. You know, they never play him heavy minutes. They try to keep him healthy, and so they're really good at paying attention to those little details and. And and let's face it, they have a couple of guys who have been pretty durable to the moment. You know, Clay Thompson's been a very durable player throughout his career. Draymond Green's been a pretty durable player throughout his career. Um, but they, they they do a really good job of listening to the guys' bodies and 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 so they've had a, a few injuries. You know, Azili's out. Uh, you know, Andre's out right now. Uh, but they haven't had the, the the catastrophic injury or certainly the tidal wave of injuries that the the Pelicans are going through. But, you know, the Warriors have had those kinds of seasons before. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to 
you know, the, the hardest thing about it, uh, a season like that, is that you don't know what you really have because you, you didn't find that out. You know, it's one thing to play a season and you, you look at the group and go, okay, this group is pretty good, but we need this or that, or we need to get better at this position or that position. Sometimes you have an injury year. It's a year where you look around and you go, do we really need to make changes? Or, you know, what changes do we really need to make? Because you really don't know. You, you don't have that question answered. That's true. That's true. Uh, two two quick things, Tim, and then I know you got to get going for tonight's game. Uh, number one, the end of the regular season is in sight here. Uh, with regard to either breaking the Bulls' record or just making sure that you kept the Spurs on your backside as opposed to now looking next uh, next to you and seeing them, um, what are the big tests still to come here for the Warriors? Well, they play the Spurs three more times, and that's that's going to be huge. Now, the to me, I always answer with a little bit of a caveat, though, too, because they play them once in, in a week or so. Next, uh, Actually, the end of this week, actually. Um they go to Dallas and, and San Antonio Friday and Saturday. And that's going to be a huge game for them. But then the other two times they play the Spurs are in the last four games of the year. So if if the Warriors are firmly ensconced in first and, and uh, the Spurs are going to finish second, then I could see Popovich and Kerr both resting guys in those games. I mean, and so uh, I don't know if we're going to find out anything from the last two games that those two teams play. But, but yeah, those are the challenges, staying healthy, trying to keep your team at, you know, at the, the, to clean up the areas they need to clean up with right now are turnovers, and they've slipped a little bit on the defensive end. They need to ramp that up a little bit heading into April. And uh, if, if they can you know, face those challenges, then, then the last, I think, two weeks of the season will be really interesting to see you know how they play it, and will they have a chance at, at that record? And they have a—they have an unbelievable shot. It's unbelievable that they are where they are right now. No doubt. Hey, whether it be on or off the floor, what's been your favorite moment so far during this year's run? Wow, favorite moment. Well, you know, um, just because it's a—you know—it's it, a once in a lifetime type deal. I'd have to say it was going to the White House. Um, going there and, and uh, being the history buff that I am and, and being able to hang out there for a couple of hours in the, the blue room and the red room and the green room and the, you know, the state dining room and just walk around and, and I took a million pictures and uh, just, you know, and being literally, uh, you know, 10 feet from the commander in chief when he was giving his talk. I mean, uh, that was a thrill and that's a, that's a once in a lifetime thing and, and I hope you get a chance to do that uh, with the Pelicans someday, Sean, because it's it's really really cool. That would be that would be a highlight of anyone's career, that's for sure. Yeah. Tim, you're always gracious with us, and we appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you at the gym tonight. Should be uh, should be fun tonight. It's uh, it's uh, Stephen Curry's birthday today. He's 28 years old, so I'm, I'm sure there'll be uh, some sort of cake involved. I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he celebrates against the Pelicans tonight. So. Uh, With that being said, Tim, uh, I wish you all the best the rest of the way, and uh, I'll look for another story or two tonight when we visit. Take care. All right, there he is, Tim Roy, voice of the Golden State Warriors. We'll continue on the Black and Blue Report in just a moment. (laughs) 
fun and affordable memories for the entire family with the Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack Night is on Friday, March 18th against the Portland Trailblazers. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. All right, welcome back to the show. Time to wrap things up here from Studio B. It's Monday. That means Bree from the Pelicans dance team is here to shoot a Pelicans planner. Hello. Bree, did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. We had our Junior Pelicans dance clinic on Saturday. How'd that go? It went great. We had a lot of really enthusiastic girls, and we learned some fun dances, and they're going to be performing on Sunday's game against the Clippers. Okay, that should be so, fun. Yeah, we're, I'm excited. Um, and I'm also emceeing that game. Ah. So hopefully I'll have a little bit more of a voice by Sunday. Is this going to be your full MC debut? or? Yeah. Well, I know this is the second time I'm doing okay. a full game. Um, so I'm excited. It'll be fun. How'd the first one go? <laughs> it went really well. Okay. And, um, you know, it'll it's more, a lot more comforting now that I've done it yeah. one time all the way through. Um, so I kind of know what to expect. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, lots to look forward to on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Did you partake in any St. Patrick's Day festivities? I did not. Um, I took my dog to the dog park. Okay. So And I wore green. There you go. <laughs> I was counts. trying to find something green to put on him, but I don't think he would have been too happy with no. it anyway. <laughs> I don't think dogs like the clothing as much as the people like the, dog, yeah, the clothing no. on the dogs. No. Although he does have a sweater that I put on him in the winter, and he loves it. And he just like prances around like with a really high head and he just loves it so my dog has a snuggie <laughs> and i hate it when my wife puts it on her i'm just like really? i don't think she likes it a dog snuggie a dog snuggie it even oh, wow. says snuggie on it <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> all right Bree. so you guys have a little bit of a break you had one last week now a couple more games late ones late ones mm -hmm. for me and then friday so when you shot the pelicans planner this morning uh, what came up um well we have two game two away games this week um, tonight against the Golden State Warriors, which is going to be a challenging one. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a late game. That one doesn't start until 9.30. Yep. Um, and then we have another game on Wednesday against the Sacramento Kings, which hopefully we can take a sweep and yes. beat them 4-0. Yes, so I'm excited for that one. Um, but then Friday, we're back in the Smoothie King Center, tip-offs at 7, and we're doing a cool giveaway. It's like a Pelicans blinky wristband. Yeah. I'm wearing mine right now. So it lights up? <laughs> Yep, it lights up. It has two different modes. So that way when uh, the Blazers come in town, they're shooting free throws, everyone can just... Yeah, just wave your hands in the air. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and then, of course, Sunday's game against the Clippers. Nice, so. nice. So y'all, uh, since there's a couple games next week, y'all start preparing for those this week a little bit? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, and it was, it's been nice that we had a week off so that we could learn some more choreography, um, get some new routines out on the court. 
so it's going to be good. It's nice to have a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. I know we've had some tough weeks where it was right. three games a week, three yeah. or four games a week. So. Nice little day off. Yeah, absolutely. I heard you did some homework this weekend. Oh, I did. I know because last time I was here, we were talking about the best sports movies, mm -hmm. and I haven't seen a lot of them. Yes. So I watched Hoosiers last night. Okay. I rented it on Amazon Prime. So. Did you like it? I did like it. You know, it was it was <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. Um, it was made before I was even born. Mm -hmm. So give me a little credit that I haven't seen it. But um, it was a good movie. You know, it showed a lot about the coaching aspect yeah. of sports and coming into a situation where people might not have the most faith in you. Yeah. So. So now we got to figure out another movie for you. I forget I which the list that you had that we haven't seen yet there I'll were to, a lot <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to sean we'll get back to you we'll okay. give you some homework let me know i'll come prepared next week or in t or maybe i'll come on thursday with another movie we'll challenge you yeah <laughs> Bree, thanks for the time as always thank you look out for her on the pelicans planner every day this week monday through friday and the pelicans are back in town on the 18th which is friday against portland that'll do it for today's show big thanks to drew Brees and tim roy from the golden state warriors radio network it's a late one tonight nine o'clock i'll have pelicans warm up for you 9 30 starts the game and someone send coffee please because i'm gonna need it <laughs> for the rest of the night all right, that'll do it. Jim Eikenhofer will be on tomorrow. We'll recap, hopefully, a win against the Golden State Warriors. And then we'll also have some reaction from LSU Pro Day. Until tomorrow, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.